Blessed one, welcome to Inspiring Word, a life-transforming encounter with the Word of God with Bishop Steve Asari. Bishop Steve Asari is the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, the Way Cathedral. Lighthouse Chapel International is part of the United Denomination, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Steve has a unique teaching gift and ministers powerfully under the anointing. Join us now on Inspiring Word with Bishop Steve O. Asari. Father, thank you for miracles. Thank you for healings. Thank you for great mercy that you show us. We bless you this morning. Have mercy on us, O God. Forgive us our sins. Forgive us for our mistakes. Forgive us for our shortcomings. Forgive us for our omissions, the things we should have done, that we forgive us, Lord. Let the blood of Jesus wash us and clean us and make us presentable before you. Turn not your eyes away from us, God, but let your eyes behold us with mercy, with love, and with forgiveness. Holy Spirit, have your way, and let the will of the Father be done, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence. Sharing with you this morning on the subject of faith. Do you like the subject of faith? Now, faith is the foundation for um, every believer's claim. Any claim you have and anything you have as a believer, it is um, governed by faith. If we talk about even your calling yourself a believer, it's only a matter of faith. You believed by faith. You received Jesus by faith. And you were called a believer. And it's all by faith. By faith, because nothing changes about you physically. We don't see that since this person became a believer, there's this change or there's that change or he has grown taller or has grown shorter or he has become fairer or anything. But it is just a claim of faith. So... When you hear the word faith, for many people, it's like um, it is the power to receive things or to get things or to have things. But I'm explaining that the whole fabric of your Christianity and your stance is a matter of faith. By grace are ye saved faith. We are saved by grace. 
through our faith, the grace of God and our faith is what brings salvation to us. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. So these are the things we, we follow. So your very um, status as a Christian is a matter of faith or is governed by faith. And after that, you continue to live every day of your life also um, by faith. You live by faith. Every as a Christian is a step of faith. And if, like the testimony we are hearing about right now, is faith, what else is it? It's just believing, you know, somebody can, in any way that, you see, the doctor was very good, and even when he just came and spoke to me after speaking, then the stone dropped off and things like that. And who is called a believer is seeing it from the point of view of faith. Because have you seen kidney stones before? I've seen some before. Yes. I know somebody who went for surgery and they removed stones at, that as you are walking around, there are such rocks in your body hiding somewhere. Have you seen stones before? I'm sure what I'm talking about, you know about the yeah. hard stones that have been removed from, they are inside the kidneys. Hey. And if you just go and we we or something and the thing just slips out and drops out, they say, well, the doctor is very good. It's a miracle. It is. <laughs> it's a miracle because you have to go be under anesthesia, whatever, and then knives are coming on you and whatever to open your kidney and remove rocks from it. And after that, I don't know what they do. Close it back and close your bed. And then they say, go home. Four days after, then you begin to have some complications. And you go back again and all kinds of things. But the Bible says that the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. In other words, who is the just? The just is the believer. And the believer lives his life by faith. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back my soul, shall have no pleasure in him. The just shall live by faith. You will live every day of your life by faith. You will live every day of your life by faith. You will live as a faith person, a believer, one who believes things. And it is, you see, the things about life, they happen for those who believe. They see it like salvation. Salvation doesn't come to people who don't believe. 
I mean, if you are just there, you don't believe, you are just walking around, then suddenly salvation has come to sit on you. Does it happen like that? Or salvation has come to meet you on the way. And then so from today, just because of the way you dress and the way you walk, you are saved. No. Salvation is only for the people who believe. So it's preceded by your belief. Just as every miracle in life and any great thing that must happen in your life needs faith for it to happen. Now, my subject today is a little strange, but it's important. Your faith is your attitude. Your faith is your attitude. But let me read um, Hebrews eleven six for you. You know about it, but let me bring it back to you. Bible says that, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Without faith, it is impossible. That's exactly what I'm talking about, that everything, believer, everything is by your belief. Everything is by your faith. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. I like to even pause at that place and say, without faith, it is impossible. What are you thinking about your life? Without faith, it's impossible. Where are you trying to go? Without faith, it's impossible. What are you trying to become? Without faith, it is impossible. It's impo- it doesn't happen if there's no faith. It happens by faith, and everything is made possible by faith. So that is that without faith, it's impossible to please him. You can't even do things that will turn God's attention and make the eyes of God come upon you. It cannot happen. It can happen only by tension of God comes to them. God thinks about God relates with them. God has them because they are people. And he that comes to him must believe that he is. When you come to God, if we assume that coming to church is coming to God, you have to come to church with faith expectation. You believe that God is there. I'm going to meet God. I'm going to have an interaction with God. I'm going to have fellowship with God. Something about God is rubbing on me and helping me today. I'm not just getting into a building, sit down with other people, sing one or two songs, hear somebody uh, preach, and then share fellowship, uh, what is it, grace and go home. But if you come, you are coming to God, you must believe that where I am going God is there, and I'm going to meet God. Where I'm going, God is there. And I'm meeting God in that place. Everybody must have that aspect. That's what makes you different from somebody else. A lot of people don't go to church. They are in their home. They are sleeping, or they are watching television, or they are doing whatever they are doing. That's believe. But if you are a believer who also believes in going to church, this scripture is for you. Believe that as I'm going... God is there, and I'm meeting God in the place. God is there, and I'm meeting God in the place. 
God is there and I'm meeting God in the place. And the reason why I am going where I'm going is that I am meeting God over there. When you wake up in the morning and you go into your closet to pray or you have some time of prayer, believe that God is there. Believe that God hears prayer. Believe that God is with you. Believe that you are not alone. That as you get into prayer, it's not a time of just speaking words into the air, but you have somebody with you who hears prayer and who answers prayer. He that cometh unto him must believe that he is. God is. God is. God is. God is. God is is there. God is available. God is for you. God is by you. God is around you. God is attentive to you. God is listening to you. And God is there for you. Say a big amen. Can you believe in that one? Believe that he is there. Believe that he's not dead. Believe that he's alive. Believe that he's doing great things. Believe that he's answering prayers. Believe that he's healing. Believe that he's changing situations. Believe that his hand is upon you. And believe that he's always ready to do great and mighty things in your life. Put your hands together and shout a big amen to Jesus. Wow. Now, Genesis 18. Faith. Your faith is your attitude. That means you must have an attitude of faith. Yeah. And the Lord appeared unto him in the place of Mamre, that's Abraham, and in the tent door in the heat of the day. And he lifted up his eyes and looked, and lo, three men stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and said, Toward the favor in thy sight. Pass not away, I pray thee, from heaven. Let a little water, I pray you, be fetched and wash your feet and rest yourselves under the tree. And I will fetch a morsel of bread and comfort your heart. After that, ye shall pass on. Therefore, I ye come to your servant. And they said, So do as thou hast said. And Abraham hastened into the tent unto Sarah and said, Make ready quickly three measures of fine meat. Need it and make cakes upon the head. And Abraham ran unto the head and fetched a calf tender and good and gave it unto a young man and he hasted to dress it. And he took butter and milk and the calf which he had dressed and set it before them. And he stood by them under the tree and they did eat. And they said unto him, Where is Sarah thy wife? And he said, Behold, in the tent. And he said, I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah thy wife shall have a son. And Sarah heard it in the tent door which was behind him. And uh, now Abraham and Sarah were old and were stricken in age. And he ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. And therefore, Sarah laughed within herself, saying, I wax old, shall I have pleasure 
my Lord being old. Sarah laughed within herself. Note that one carefully. And the Lord said unto her, Wherefore did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I of a surety bear a child which I am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? At that time, at the time appointed, I will return unto thee according to the time of life. And Sarah shall have a son. Right? Then Sarah denied, saying, I love not. For she was afraid. She's even lying. The man rose up from thence and looked towards Sodom. And they went away. What do you think? What do you think? Is it good to lie? So we are talking about having an attitude of faith. An attitude of faith is a positive attitude towards the word of God and towards the things of God. Now, the same word that somebody will believe, will receive, and begin to run by faith, Because he has received a revelation and he believes it. Another person will receive the same word and it doesn't mean anything to him. In fact, he can even mock. That's what we are reading. There are two people in this scripture. Two human beings on earth. That's Abraham and his wife Sarah. Somebody comes in and speaks a word. Abraham believes it. You remember the scripture that said that, and Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. When he heard, he believed. But Sarah didn't believe. She was laughing. He said, what are you talking about? What word is this? How is this possible? Don't come and mock us. You have come to deceive us again, man of God. We have had this word for many years, many seasons. We have been married for all these years. We have had promises. You are also coming to add yours at this time when it is not possible. Look, let's be serious. Let's be serious. Let's be serious. So two people received that same word. And for one, it becomes something that is written about him, never to be, to be forgotten. Then he's called the father of faith. And the reason why he's father of faith is that Abraham believed God and it was imputed unto him for righteousness. That's why we are called the seed of Abraham or the children of Abraham. Not his ability to obey the law of God or to do the law of God, but his ability to walk in faith. That is what gives us the right to become the seed of Abraham. Why? Because our salvation is also by faith. So just the same way as he believed God and it was recognized as his righteousness, we believe in Jesus and it is also recognized for us as our righteousness. That's why we are the seed of Abraham. It's the seed of faith or the followers of the same faith. So... This man is in his house and he sees three men coming. The question you ask is, did he know who these three men were? 
I don't know. But he quickly runs to meet them, bow before them, and give them respect. And I would say that maybe by revelation, he knew that these are not ordinary men, but these are some strange people. Actually, when you read the scripture, it talks about God. It's, it's like he met God. So the country said that the three men, one was God. And then, personal um, pronouns used at a point. Meanwhile, we know that there are three people. The Lord appeared unto him, and he sat in the, as he sat in the tent door. And he lifted up his eyes and looked. And three men, and they stood by him. Yes. And said, my Lord. Maybe that is plural. I don't know. If you have found favor, lady, and I will fetch and um, shall pass. Okay. Then they say, do it quickly. Okay. And they said to him, where is Sarah, thy wife? They. That means the three men. But look at verse 10. And he said, I will certainly read. Do you get it? So the previous verse is talking about three people who have come. So the pronoun should be they. But this one, it is a singular pronoun. He said, I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah, thy wife, and Sarah heard it. And love. Okay? And verse 13. And the Lord said unto Abraham, Wherefore did Sarah love? Saying, Shall I of a shorty bear a child when I'm old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time, I will return unto thee according to the time of life. And Sarah shall have a son. So the first point to have a faith attitude, the first point is to recognize God or the presence of God. Recognize that this is God or this is the presence of God or this word I'm receiving is from God. This is God's word. This is God talking. This is God moving. This is God saying something. If you don't recognize it like that, you will laugh and you mock at it. I tell you, if it was only Sarah, she would have missed the miracle completely. She would miss the miracle completely. But thank God that the promise and God's work and everything was not towards Sarah. It was Abraham. It's Abraham. Is it not Abraham that God has been speaking to? I'll give you a son and your own son shall inherit you and everything. Did God ever appear to Sarah to say something? Then one day, when by mistake, she heard what God was saying, then she went laughing. You can have an attitude of faith towards God and towards the things of God. 
There are some of you, a man of God is preaching or speaking or say something, maybe a prophetic word, and then you laugh about it. You just dismiss it like that. No, don't do that. What Abraham did was, first of all, he recognized that these people, there are some kind of people coming. I don't know whether he saw that it was God or he saw that it was angels or whatever it is, that's all. But these are some men coming that I must give attention to them. If you don't have that eye and you don't get that understanding, you will treat a man of God or the word of God with, with the, as an unimportant something. And it just passes you by. And you miss your blessing. Do you want to miss your blessing? No, you don't have to miss your blessing. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 2, also tells us something. It said, do not, be not forgetful to entertain strangers. For thereby some have entertained angels on our ways. If this one is Abraham's experience, then it also goes to show us that he didn't know who he was dealing with. <laughs> because he entertained angels on our ways without knowing that these are angels. So may God give you the eye to descend, the spirit of discernment, the eye to see. And the eye to know and the eye to recognize that what I'm seeing and what, or what I'm hearing or what is happening now, it is God moving, it is the angel of God, is God coming my way or it is a visitation that is coming to me so that you don't just trample on the visitation, stamp it out and um, treat it anyhow and miss your visitation. May you never miss your visitation. May you never miss your visitation. Because Abraham could have missed it. He is there relaxing. It was hot afternoon. And some three guys are passing. Let them come. Hey, Charlie, they are talking too much. But he saw them and he got up and ran to them. May your angel never miss you and your visitation never miss you because you have some spiritual angelic visitations that are coming for you in this season. And I pray God that your eyes will be open to see it and to know it immediately. Number two is the attitude of hospitality or giving. So Abraham sees... These three strangers, he runs to them. He doesn't know them. And he said, look, you are walking, you are going somewhere. But wait. First of all, let me give you water and wash your feet, which is the tradition of um, the, the Jews. I mean... Their place is also desert, it's dusty, and they don't, or they used not to wear shoes like we do. They wear sandals. So one of the first things you do, or what you do is that when you come from wherever, you wash your feet before you enter the house. 
So first, wash your feet. And secondly, I am quickly going to organize food for you to eat. Yeah. I'm talking about the attitude of hospitality and giving. For people he didn't know, but ready to serve them, ready to do whatever for them to make them comfortable. Which verse is that? He said, so, and I will fetch a morsel of bread, let a little water I pray you to fetch to wash your feet. I'll fetch a morsel of bread and comfort your heart. After that, ye shall pass on. For therefore are ye come to your servant. And they said, so do, as thou hast said. If you want to do, do it quickly. <laughs> Don't waste time. So the attitude of hospitality, giving, ready to give, ready to share, ready to help somebody. And I like this scripture, that by so doing, some have entertained angels on a word. Your attitude of hospitality and giving will make you entertain somebody or some people you didn't know were angels. Maybe later you'll find out that you are actually doing it for angels. Yeah. I have always been very careful dealing with people, especially people who come as very ordinary people and things like that, because I always have that. Would it be this an angel that has come in a very simple and humble way, maybe even like a beggar or like somebody in, in need, and you shoot the person off? Only you may not even know or find out that you were dealing with a heavenly being without knowing. Yeah. I'm always very careful about that. Always very mindful about that. Always very mindful about even my dealing with people, the way I treat people, because I don't know who this person is. It could be. As you are walking around, you see human beings. But these are normal, ordinary human beings. Or they look normal and ordinary, but they were not normal and ordinary. They were angels. They ate the cake and chewed the meat and drank whatever was given to them. I'm sure they were talking and laughing. Food goes with talking and laughing. Is that not so? As they were eating, talking and laughing and happy. Hey, they say, hey, Abraham, hey, your food is very nice. Hey, hey look, is that so this cake, when I went to this place and I ate some, since then I haven't had some before. I'm so happy to have this cake. It's very nice. And uh, Abraham, can you bring some more soup? Ask your wife to bring some more soup. And then you sit there and say, hey, angel or pedrianipa or whatever. And I mean, just free. Like normal, spirits don't come to sit down and eat. So they came, they are like normal. So be careful. When you have to do something, even your giving, you have to give to somebody. Do you know who you are giving to? You are doing good to somebody. Do you know who you are doing good to? And why you have to do it? You are giving in the church. Do you know which angel is leading you and guiding you? To do what you are doing and to give what you are giving. So whenever it's on your heart 
to do whatever. In terms of giving, in terms of looking after hospitality means that you are, your doors are open, you are ready to help somebody, you are ready to give to somebody food to eat, clothes to wear, anything you can do to help a human being. You are ready to do it because you may be entertaining angels without knowing. Yes. And these things, they are also real. They are not just imaginary things. I mean, you would, you would meet somebody somewhere who would just step in to help you in a difficult situation. And sometimes after that, you never see the person again. Yes, I've experienced that. I was very sick and trying to move from where I was to hospital, a hospital. And as I was struggling, somebody just came by from behind and spoke to me and helped me. He actually, he didn't carry me, but helped me in a way that it became easier for me to walk and then took me to the hospital. I was a student at Legon. I never saw the person again. I don't even remember whether I asked his name, but I remember how he held me, and I was in pain, and I was crying with everything. Never saw the person again. And I said, could this be an angel who was sent to come and help me at this? I've, I've had experiences of certain that somebody just comes in Helps in a situation, you don't see him again. One of these days, and in this season, God is sending angels to you, and they will come and help you in your way. Say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Number three is that this, and he said, I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life, and lo, Sarah thy wife shall have a son, and Sarah heard it in the tent door which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old and stricken in age, and it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. Therefore Sarah loved within herself, saying, After I am waxed old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord being old also? And the Lord said to Abraham, Why is Sarah laughing? Number three, don't laugh at, or rather believe in the promises of God. Even if they look impossible. Or sound impossible. Believe in the promise. It may not sound possible. It may not sound real. It doesn't look like something that can happen. But what we are learning from this scripture is that whatever it is, believe it. Whatever it is, believe it. A person with an attitude of faith... Is the person who believes 
what God is saying, what promise God is making, and what word God is giving, whether it sounds logic, whether it sounds attainable, whether it sounds possible or impossible, I know that this is the word of God and I believe it. Can you believe in impossible things? Can you believe in impossible things? Somebody might believe in impossible. It looks impossible because God is the God of impossibilities. If it is possible, it lies with you too. But the things that God does are the things that are impossible to man. So that's why in the next scripture, look at it. And the Lord said to, and is anything too hard for the Lord? Is anything too? So the question is asking, why are you laughing at the promise? Why are you laughing that a year by now, in spite of your age, in spite of your circumstance, you are going to have a baby? Why are you laughing about a word that says that a year by now, or a month by now, or a week by this time, something great, drastic is going to change about your life. That God is doing something new in your life. Why do you laugh about it? Is anything too hard for the Lord? And you are making even God to ask you the question. Is anything too hard for me? There's nothing too hard for God. Just believe in the word. Even if it doesn't feel like something that is possible. That's where God is moving. Then you know that it is God who is moving. Somebody should take the word of God, whether you received it from the preaching or you receive it from your quiet time or you receive it by reading your Bible and stay on it and say that this is the word of God to me and it is contrary to maybe what physically I feel or what physically should happen or logically should happen around me. But I'm taking the word and I'm believing the word and this word is working in my life. When you take it up like that and you believe it, no matter what it is, say, is anything too hard for the Lord? 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 There is nothing too hard for the Lord. There is nothing impossible for God. There's nothing too big for God. There's nothing God cannot do. For to man is impossible, but not unto God. For unto God, all things are possible. All things are possible to God. Problem is not above God. Your need is not above God. Your prayer is not above God. There's nothing about you that is above God, that God cannot handle this. God is handling it. Just as he did it for Abraham, he said a year by this time, I will come this way again. And according to the time of man, by the time I come, things would have changed in your house. New things will be in this house. There will be a new arrangement altogether here because what you have been praying for all these years to have a baby from God, it is coming. A year by this time, I'll come again and I'm prophesying into somebody's life. As you believe a year by this time, there are many things that you said impossible, but a year by this time, you'll find out that God has made it possible. Why? Because it has always been possible. But now I'm stirring up your faith. And I'm stirring up your belief. 
and I'm staring up, you're grabbing the thing and saying, if God said it, then this is possible and it is happening. Oh, yes. So, what attitude do you have? Is it the Abraham type or the Sarah type? Ask your neighbor which one they have. You are laughing, eh? You are mocking at God. You said God is joking. As I'm preaching right now, and I'm saying things, you are sitting there and say, oh, this is we have heard before. We hear that you are, you are like Sarah. Yes. But somebody like Abraham will just receive it and grab it and say, yes, a year by this time, something is happening in my life. A year by this time, something is changing in my life according to the word of God. Attitude of faith. So there's somebody whose attitude is that, is it the word of God? I believe it. I'm going for it. Is that what God is saying? I'm for it. And I'm moving. I'm acting on it. Yes, I'm recognizing God. And somebody else has another, oh, this is, <laughs> I know we have heard it. When they preach, that's what they say. <laughs> Oh, this day I've prayed about it and nothing happened, so just forget about it. Oh, at this time. At this time. Oh, this thing should have happened like 10 years ago, but this time it's over. It's not over with you. Be like Abraham and never think that it is over. Never think it is over. Be like Abraham and never think it's over. Nothing is too hard for the Lord. Nothing is too hard for the Lord. Nothing is too hard for... If it's your marriage that has delayed that it never came and you are 53 years, it is not too hard for the Lord. It's still happening for you. I said it's still happening for you. When you believe it, it is the same thing that will happen for you because it's never too hard for God if you recognize God in it and you run quickly and take a sheep and slaughter him in. You have visitors he says sit down. You go behind there and take a sheep, cut the head and go and do whatever and start cooking and making food and within that short time, pray, pray, pray it is there. And they are happy because there's something they are bringing. Look, these people, do you know their mission? They were on their way to Sodom. Yes, that was their mission. So if you take the next verse 15 or so, or 16, give me verse 16. No, no, no. 15. And the men rose up from thence and looked towards Sodom. And Abraham went with them to bring them on their way. So their mission was Sodom. Their mission was not Abraham. But Abraham seized the moment, seized the opportunity by the food, by the water, by the drink, by the good talk to them. He seized the moment, and after they have eaten the good food, they couldn't move on again. They said that a year by this time, kapato katayanda shakaya. Oh, yes. Sometimes by your giving to God, when you give something, God said that, no, this one, you have seized the moment. 
I'm going to give something to you. I'm going to do something in your life. So what is not even meant for you, I see you grabbing it. I see you receiving it. I see you seizing the moment. I see you causing it to be, causing angels to stop in your house and spend hours in your house as you go and grab a sheep or goat and make soup and make fufu. They are sitting there happy waiting. You see the moment. And at the end of the day, that's your blessing and that's your help. An attitude of faith is somebody who is ready to jump on the word, to seize the moment, to take what is there and say that, look, this thing, it is mine and I'm going for it. Just by the way you treat it. But some will put it away. They say, oh, it's not true. They they are just charlatans, deceiving people. Oh, they, they just collect people's money by heart. Even when you have to pay tight, somebody has put in your mind that the pastor is using a clever way to take money away from you. That's why they said you should pay tight. That's your, your belief, like Sarah. Take, go and laugh. But those who believe it, like Abraham, who run in there and bring their goat and bring their flour and bring their, and organize for somebody or people that he doesn't know, then quickly, it turns into a prophetic word a year by this time. And a year by that time, the promise happened. And it will happen in your life as well. Oh, yes. Faith attitude. Quick to believe. Quick to obey. Quick to flow. Quick to say yes. Quick to say I believe. Quick to say that's it. Quick to say that is the way. Instead of a lot of analysis that will paralyze you. Arise. If you are a believer. A year by this time. A year by this time. I don't know what you want God to do for you a year by this time. But in a short moment. Speak to God quietly in your moment. And talk to God about a year by this time promise that you, you, you need. Or year by this time, miracle that you need from God. A year by this time, request that you are making to God. The angel came and said that, look, a year by after the manner of man, the, 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 the seasons, as the seasons go. So sometimes your year is a prophetic year. It may be a week, it may be a month, it may be some days, it may be some months. Or it may be a year, but whatever it is, that a year by this time, there's a season. And a season of great things happening in your life. Season of God bringing major changes, major breakthroughs, major answer to prayer, major great things in your life. Oh, yes. Maybe this is your prayer for many years, but your year by this time promises here. Talk to God about it. 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 Oh, yes. 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 O
Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. I see your miracle happening. Your year by this time miracle. Your week by this time miracle. Your month by this time miracle. Your season by this time miracle. According to your faith, faith attitude, I approach it by faith, by believing, by knowing that this is it. I don't go with questions and doubt and laughter within. Somebody is laughing, but somebody is believing. Somebody is laughing, but somebody is believing. Somebody is making mockery, but somebody believes. And to the one that believes, it is made possible. For without faith, it is impossible. But with faith, it is possible. With faith, it is possible. With faith, it is possible. By faith, it is possible. Everything is possible. All things are possible. Every one of them is possible. It's possible. It's possible. I see answers. Answers to prayer. I see breakthroughs. I see miracles. I see God coming through to you. I see a year by this time. Miracle happening. Yes, it's happening. Yes, it's happening. Yes, it's happening. Yes, it's happening. God is making it possible. God is making it happen. Makata kayandas. Rabata katatolanada. Pela barabata dalamama. Shabala barabada banamana. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Anything about your life, you have dismissed it because you think that it's too long and it's not happening or it's too late for it to happen. Now, I want you to say a prayer again. Anything you have shelved, you have forgotten about, bring it up to God again. Say it to God again. Because we see that, it, what did he say? I am the Lord. Is there anything that is too hard for me? It's been five years late, 10 years late, 20 years late. 30 years late, 40 years late, but speak to God in a moment about it. Speak to God in a moment about it. Never late. With God, it's 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 never late. It is possible. It is possible. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible. Sarah said, we have waited all these years. Now I'm an old woman. How do you come to me with such a word? It's not possible. But God said everything is possible. Everything is possible. Everything is possible. Everything is possible. Father, thank you. Let there be a stirring of faith. And as we pray,
And as we come to God believing, cause everyone that comes to God believing, hear the voice of God and see men that are sent from God. Let angels be in attendance, operating around us, moving around us, coming towards us, fellowshipping around us, and bringing the change that is needed, the protection and the help of God. Send men from heaven. Send men from somewhere. And let our eyes be open to recognize them. That when we see, we will not bright them up. You just say, you are not important. Just stay outside. No, that who are you? Go away. But we'll receive them as these are entities that have been sent by God for our help. May somebody receive a major breakthrough in their life. And what has tarried for many years and has even been forgotten about and shelved and put aside that this is not possible. Oh God, let it become a possibility today. In Jesus' name, amen. Right, close your eyes, everybody. You want to give your life to Jesus? You want to be born again? You want to say that, Pastor, pray for me. I want my name to be written in heaven. I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven. I want to be born again. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand like this. I'll pray for you. You need Jesus. Lift up your right hand like this. I'll pray for you. You need Jesus. Lift up your right hand like this. This is what is the key point of the service is where I am now. Your salvation. That's the main thing now. If your hand is lifted up, I want to pray a special prayer with you. Come to the front here so that we'll pray. Come here. Come to the front. God bless you. Keep coming. I'm praying a special prayer for your salvation. It's the key moment. The main time and the main point in the service is now. It's your salvation. Come. Come to Jesus. Come. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. God bless you. Come to Jesus. God bless you. Come to Jesus. Say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Say it loud. Lord Jesus. Come into my heart today. Forgive me my sins. Write my name in the book of life. From today, I will serve Jesus. I will follow Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for saving me today. For life is in the blood. May the life that we receive, even eternal life we have received from the blood of Jesus. So the life you live on this earth, you are receiving it from the blood of Jesus. May your life now be extended. May your life be fulfilled with the good things and the great things and the promises of God. May every great thing that God has intended and promised for you come to pass because of the life of Jesus. For this is life. It is in the blood. As we receive the blood, we receive life. The blood of Jesus. 
lift up your hands and receive your blessing. May the Lord bless you with blessings from above. May the Lord open unto you the windows of heaven and the doors of blessing in the supernatural. May your life never lack any good thing. As you walk this journey of life, may you always come across great things, great blessings, and good things. Only good things. Only good things. Only good things. Only good things. things. In the name of Jesus. Whatever is a snare or a trap that is ahead of you in this week or in this month or in the days ahead, we break it in the name of Jesus. We break the power of it in the name of Jesus. The snare is broken. The trap is broken. And I see you escaping out of it. You have escaped by the help of the Lord. You are escaping by the help of God. I speak life. Whatever is an agent sent to take your life away. Sent to take any good thing away from your life. I banish that agent. And I banish the sender. I banish the agent. And I banish the sender of that agent. In Jesus name. And for you, I release the life of God. The supernatural power that comes from the help of God. Let it be with you. You will never walk in darkness alone. As you go, there are angels with you. As you walk in the light, there are angels with you. As you walk in the dark, there are angels with you. Wherever you find yourself, you find yourself in the company of angels. Innumerable company of angels. Those who have been sent to come and solve problems. Those you just meet on the way and stop them by your good deeds. So that at the end of the day, they release miracles for you. They are all around you. All around you is angels. You are blessed and you are helped from above. In Jesus name. Amen. God bless you for listening. We invite you to join us this Sunday. Our Doxa service is at 7.45 a.m. and Victory service at 10 a.m. Our Victory prayer service is on Saturdays at 6 a.m. Like and subscribe to Bishop Steve Asari-DHMM on Facebook and YouTube and Lighthouse Chapel International-HQ. May God bless you and protect you. Angels cry.